Thank you for listening to the BJJ Brick Podcast. We'll be bringing you Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and good times. We hope to flatten your Jiu-Jitsu learning curve, help you get the most out of your grappling ability, and meet your goals both on and off the mat. Welcome back, my friends, to episode 25 of the BJJ Brick Podcast. Today, Gary has an interview with Amber Oxford, uh, talking about girls in geese. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a pleasure to interview Amber, and uh, she's got a, a nice event coming up on uh, April 12th here in Wichita, Kansas, at uh, Wichita Jiu Jitsu Club, uh, and it's a free event. And if you're a woman and want to learn Jiu Jitsu, perfect time to come. Absolutely, I've heard nothing but great things about the whole uh, girls in geese organization and promoting jujitsu among women that that's just awesome i'm glad to have amber on here talking with us today yeah it really is awesome i mean that's the the segment that's really growing right now um as you remember when we started there were very few women who trained and uh you know now just about every gym you go into uh, may have their own girls class or uh you know have four or five women uh, training along with the guys every day yeah this sport's really opening up and if Somebody sent you this episode, and you you're a woman, and you're just checking out jujitsu. Um, you know they they did you. Uh, hopefully, you'll enjoy the episode, and you'll you'll feel comfortable about what you hear, and you'll go check out your first jujitsu school. Yep, awesome. Can't beat that. Uh, Gary, we've got a sponsor for the uh, BJJ Brick podcast. It's Fuji Gi. Uh, it's yes, at FujiSports.com. Yeah, we're definitely excited to uh, sponsor Fuji or have Fuji sponsor us. Uh, they're a great organization, make great geese, fight shorts, everything. So uh, we're really happy to uh, be a partner with them. Yep. And uh, related related to this episode, uh, my wife has a Fuji gi. It's the white uh, blossom gi, I think is what it's called. It's it's white and it has a little bit of pink on it. It's not, they have a couple different gis that are geared specifically towards women. They're cut in a way with like shorter arms and a little bit more tailored to where they fit better. They're not just a smaller size guy gi for a guy with some pink on them they're actually uh, made by women to fit for women um, so i recommend any anybody who's getting into jujitsu or who is looking for a specific uh, woman's gi check out fujisports.com we do have a coupon code bjj brick should get you 10 percent off the bjj is capitalized and so is the first letter of brick it'll get you 10 percent off um in a in a portion of your of the pink blossom gis go to uh breast cancer uh, oh, research. can't beat that. Yeah. Yep. So. That's that's awesome. And, you know, also, too, with the uh, uh, summertime coming, you know, definitely a lot hotter. Uh, your gym's going to be much hotter. And uh, do what I did for last summer is I went out and bought the uh, uh, Fuji Lightweight Key. And uh, I tell you, I loved it um, all summer long. I, I wasn't sweating or as close to heat exhaustion as I, I was the previous summer. So, uh you know, I've had my Fuji lightweight gi, and uh, I swear by it. Uh, great gi. Sounds good, Gary. We've got Perfect. A, we've got a quote of the week from uh, Coach John Connors. He was on our show a couple episodes back. We'll go ahead and roll that for you guys. This is a little <laughs> bit more uh, somber or sober. Okay. But I, I think it has some value. Cool. And it's, and it's commitment requires an endless series of small, painful actions. Yeah, I'd agree to that. And that's by a guy named Phil Stutz. And he's a psychotherapist who, uh, who wrote a book called, I think, The Tools. And he's a very interesting guy. And uh, I, I think the point of that one is that, you know, sometimes 
in our culture, we have this misconception that at some point things are going to be easy. You know, if, if I just I get my years in, I, I, I'm going to be going to be able to retire or, or I'm going to be fully vested in my pension. Yeah. Everything's going to be easy, you know. Or once I get to purple belt or black belt, now it's going to be easy because they're going to know everything. And uh, it's, it just isn't the case, of course, you know. So we have to have that expectation that it, it's going to be challenging. We're always going to have to, to face a little bit of pain and fear. Yeah, and that's how you grow and how how you develop as a person or a martial artist is small, painful things mold the clay, I guess, or sculpt the... That's it. Sculpt the martial artist. For sure. And without... I mean, nobody has... Nobody has an easy road. I mean, you could look at... Oh, you know, you look at somebody who's wealthy or who's naturally gifted and smart. I, they've had a hard road or they're going to have a hard road. Nobody gets gets out of this thing without having some some difficulties and some, some things to get through. Right. And, and you're never going to have any upside... Yeah. Unless you have some pain. You know, I have one of my athletes, a fighter, who uh, he hasn't announced it yet, but he's a, he's retired from fighting. And he had a short but really successful career. And uh, and it was just time. He had a, it was time to stop, you know? Yeah. And, and when I explained it to some people, they said, wow, he must have been really disappointed. And I said, well, yeah. Of course he was. He was very disappointed, you know. But you know, he he just he set out as a goal to fight in the UFC, and he trained tremendously hard. He has great drive, amazing heart, and he went out there and fought a bunch of has had some amateur fights, a lot of success as a pro too. Trained real hard, did all the training he needed to do, and put himself out there, and he came up short. So you know that's one of the penal, That's one of the prices you pay. You know, sometimes I think people think the price you pay for greatness is all the hard work you put in. But the other price you pay in the other end is disappointment when you don't make it because only a few of us become world champions anyways, you know? Yeah. But, but I, but if, I know but he, if you, he gained. If you, if you have no disappointment in your life, then you're living a pretty meager life. You're really not living. Yeah, then you really don't have any rewards either. Exactly. There's no potential for reward yeah. without some disappointment. All right, I want to thank John Connors for the quote of the week. Uh, like I said, you can catch him a couple episodes back. Uh, he had a really great episode where he talked about a lot about coaching and, and the mental aspect of competing and, and developing your game. And if you missed it, definitely go back and uh, check it out because uh, John Connery has got a great free ebook out there um, that we give a link to and um, you know, just a wealth of knowledge. Uh, very great, uh, very good episode. Definitely check it out. Absolutely, Gary. Let's move on to the quote, to the article of the week. After that, we'll roll our interview with Amber from RichmondSelfDefense.com. The article is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu: A Female Perspective. It's a couple years old, but it's all relevant at this current time. It's the same thing for any woman who's thinking about starting Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. She talks about some of the challenges and frustrations that anybody would have in this sport. Of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, but it's going to be a little bit different for a woman because the majority of your training partners are male. They're automatically going to be typically heavier and um, and stronger than and you. Bigger, yeah, and yeah, and, bigger and yeah. And you think about just as males when we first started. You know, the the toughest time is that very first day going through the door. 
you know, and you're just looking around and you're seeing all these unfamiliar faces and you're looking and you see some big guys and, you know, it's it's intimidating. And, um, you know, times that, you know, multiply that. And uh, that's probably how a, a woman would feel going in uh, to a jujitsu gym. Yeah, and that's why, I mean, the, the girls in Giza are so awesome that they could all that would just shrink down to almost nothing and you're just going into a, an open learning environment with other, they don't even allow guys in there from what yeah, I they don't even allow guys <laughs> and it's that's just that's all awesome. women and uh from beginners to uh to black belts basically i mean anybody from your very first day to to the most experienced can train in the article she talks about uh, grandmaster hito gracie has modified Japanese jiu-jitsu techniques to accommodate a smaller person and uh, being able to defend himself against larger opponents. That's perfect for a woman defending herself against a larger opponent or person. She does say in the article that you have to be responsible for your own training and create a positive training experience for yourself. You cannot walk into the class and expect the instructor to turn the entire class um, on its head to fit your needs. You have to take responsibility for your own for your own learning, and and, and they should accommodate you some, but they're not going they're not going to change the entire class for one person. Yeah, yeah, but you know, and she talks about too. You know, make sure you ask pertinent questions, and uh, you know, those questions will. You know, help her out, make her feel a little bit more comfortable, uh, make it a little easier adjustment. But then also, too, uh, uh, the one part it talks about is rolling with uh, higher belts. Yeah. Normally, a higher belt is going to know, you know, he's off the pressure a little bit. You know, where a lower belt may not be able to control his body movements as much and put a little more pressure. And, and as they're moving from positions, you know, she may get hit with an errant elbow or, or knee, where uh, upper belt's going to be a little more smooth, you know, in his transitions and his movements and uh, create a more positive uh, training environment. Absolutely. Uh, she also she talks about training. You're going to be training with with, with guys that are going to be in your gym primarily, but um, and that's okay to train jiu-jitsu and get better at training with guys, but if you're looking to compete, women move differently and, and they they do Brazilian jiu-jitsu differently, so it's important to find some women to, to to train with on a regular basis that will help you when you compete on the mat. Yeah, and that is true. And, and uh, I mean, you're you're only going to get better by going against guys. You're going to guys or girls. You're going to actually compete against. You know, you have to uh, see how they move, and uh, so I mean, you, you've got to step in with somebody you're going to compete against and see how it goes. So. It'll, it will make a difference, you know, to training with a girl versus a guy. Yep. I'm going to, I want to read the last sentence or the first sentence of the last paragraph because I really like it. And if, and if somebody has shared this episode with, with uh, a woman wanting to kind of share jujitsu, jujitsu with her, um, here's what she says about her training. I have trained at three different academies over the years, and I've also visited other schools as a drop-in during traveling. I've always found people throughout the jiu-jitsu community to be friendly and accommodating. So that initial fear of, um, you know, walking in the door and being intimidated by it, she hasn't really experienced that. And she, I mean, three different schools that she's that she's been to, and then also a lot of different places training on when she travels. And that's what I've experienced as well. I mean, it's an open community, and, and people are nice to each other, and it's it's a learning environment in a Brazilian jiu-jitsu school. Yeah, and that's good. That's the majority of the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu people I've met. They're they're very accommodating. You know, they're going to uh, take you under the wing and help you out any way they can. Well said, my friend. Th- this article will be on the uh, on the show notes and on the website. A link to this article will be. Uh, go ahead and check it out. There's a lot more to it than just what we've covered. 
but let's go ahead and roll the interview with Amber. Today, I have the pleasure of uh, interviewing Amber Oxford. Uh, Amber is a jiu-jitsu practitioner here in uh, Wichita, Kansas, and uh, she has a big event coming up here on April 12th, and uh, uh, we'll talk about that. But uh, first of all, thank you for being here, Amber. Thank you. <laughs> it's awesome. Pleasure to have you. Um, first of all, you know, let's get to know Amber a little bit here. Um, Amber, tell us about yourself, a little bit about what you do and uh, your background and everything. Uh, well, I'm Amber Oxford. I train at the Wichita Jiu-Jitsu Club. I, right now, am a blue belt. I've been training Jiu-Jitsu for about three years. I first started out just coming to the gym, uh, just kickboxing. It was fighter fitness. Just wanted to lose weight, and I wasn't happy with the way I looked. And then about two years after that, I was like, oh, I saw these guys rolling on the mat, and I'm like, gosh, what are they doing? You know, like, that looks fun. And so I ended up trying it one day and have been addicted ever since. And it's an amazing sport, and it's definitely great for women. So uh, what I'm doing is holding an event called Girls and Geese. It's an all-women event. It's a free event, and what it does is just bring women into the gym and make them feel comfortable with the sport of jiu-jitsu. That's awesome there, Amber. And and I can tell you all, uh, I've trained with Amber on stand-up, and I've been on the mat with her. And uh, she beats me up uh, when we put the gloves on, and it's never fun. And as soon as we get on the mat, you know, she is very, very technical. I make a mistake. She's taking my arm home and putting it on the mat. So uh, <laughs> she's very talented. But, you know, uh, uh, you a lot of times you'll hear guys or people that you train with, and, and myself, I'm big in this, uh, you know, man, I just don't have time to train. And I tell you, if you know Amber, you can never use that excuse. <laughs> and Amber is probably one of the most busy people I've ever met. Like, tell us about what you do for a living there also, Amber. Okay. Well, I just graduated from uh, Wichita State Nursing School. So I work full-time, three 12-hour shifts at a hospital as a cardiac nurse. I also have cut hair for 10 years, so I also, uh, you know, cut hair at a salon. And then I actually just last month recently bought a salon. So not only do I train jiu-jitsu at least five days a week, work full-time as an RN, I also cut hair one day a week and own my own salon. And what is the name of that salon, and where is it located at? It's Tranquility Salon. It's uh, in the Delano District in Wichita, Kansas. Okay, awesome. So there, if you need to get your hair cut, you know, you know where to go. And uh, we'll put a link on our website there um, so all our readers can uh, find it. Go uh, uh, go see Amber and uh, get your hair cut and talk about jiu-jitsu there also. So awesome. can't beat that. <laughs> um, you know, uh, let's see here. And also, last couple of weeks, uh, Amber's had a big couple of weeks. Tell us about your, you've had a couple of tournaments coming up here. Uh, I've been trying to get a hold of her to interview her, and she's been so busy, so we had to uh, wait a couple of weeks to some tournaments got over. But some congratulations are in order, I think. Yes. Uh, last weekend, I competed in a Blue Belt Invitational tournament at Triton Fight Center in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, it was a 16-woman bracket uh single elimination they did one match at a time so it was a lot of pressure but it was a lot of fun I ended up losing my first match which is fine because I came back this weekend and competed again in Oklahoma City at the AGF tournament and uh, came home with gold and gi and uh, silver and no gi 
So That is great. <laughs> and it also looks like, besides yourself, it looks like a lot of your training partners there also did really well. So uh, yes. um, perfect there. And, you know, also going back to you talked about your school, Wichita Jiu-Jitsu Academy. Um, it's also here in Wichita, Kansas. Um, tell us about how you started getting a, a bunch of women to train. I know when it first started, it was just you. Like, mm-hmm. how big has your group grown? And, uh, uh, you know, that's a tribute to your hard work there. It's, uh, I used to be the only girl on the mat, and it was hard to get, you know, girls to train. But we used to do a fitness class here, which we've actually kind of weeded out because everyone loves to train jiu-jitsu more. It is their fitness. Can't beat that. Yeah, so um, I just kind of started talking to the women and sometimes I'd just sucker them in being like I need a partner come drill with me you know and so they'd get to drilling and then they were like this is awesome I want to try this and then we have about 16 girls here now that's including the small younger kids you know girls that's and awesome. the older girls so 16 I mean uh, great place uh, if you do need uh, looking to train uh, you know definitely come out and see Amber and Chris here at Wichita Jiu-Jitsu Club and uh, they'll get you started uh, but let's go back to uh, the big day, April 12th. Uh, tell us a little bit about the Girls and Geese, um, uh, the program. Like, what's it all about? Mm-hmm. She's, uh, or Shima, she's the founder of Girls and Geese. She basically uh, had told me that it started as a open mat for women. They're out of Austin, Texas. Uh, just asked girls to come roll in the area from different gyms, cross-train, because it just helps your tournament competition, like time training. And so it just started as an open mat. And then it she just actually started, hey, you know, there's more women coming in and more and more, so let's just make this something. So it's a nonprofit organization now. And basically she's turned it into, she picks academies in different states to have these uh, events at. In any age level and any uh, le- or any age group and any um, age or level can come. So you can be beginner. You can never try jujitsu ever before and come and step out on the mat. And it's just a way to open up women to the being intimidated to come into a so-called man sport. Yeah, and that's that's got to be pretty tough, right there. You know. Uh, you know, just for a woman stepping in, you know, to the door. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of gyms you train at, there might be one woman, two women, and 27 guys. And, yes. uh, you know, a lot of them are 250 pounds, and, you know, that's never an easy thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, what challenges uh, do women face, you know, starting jiu-jitsu? Because um, it's, it's not an easy task. Oh, I would probably say for women, probably feeling embarrassed not knowing what they're doing at first. And the funny thing is, is I hear that out of guys that try all the time now. They're like, I don't know what I'm doing, you know? But yeah. that's what jujitsu is about is a learning experience. It's a journey. Yep, so it's so true. It's a journey. It's, mm-hmm. it's nothing that happens overnight. We're going to keep plugging away, and we're going to make little gains every day, and pretty soon we're at the top of that mountain. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, also, uh, like, why do you think jiu-jitsu appeals so much to women? It seems like it's really growing right now. I think it's a sport that women can get into because uh, we are smaller, and it's definitely a sport that you can beat your opponent by not using muscle. I've seen uh, women actually at tournaments beat 
men <laughs> at the tournament. So it's great for size-wise. We're strong. We actually have, I mean, we have strong cores and legs like women, so it makes it a really, like, good sport for us. We can move. We have good hip movement. We can get underneath somebody that's heavier than us and use our leverage and just get out from underneath them, sweep them, perfect, beautiful sweeps. And um, it's good for self-defense, too. It's a way, even if, when, you know, you don't have to compete in jiu-jitsu. You don't have to be a competitor. You can use it for exercise. You can use it for your self-defense. Any situation you got into, if the woman did jiu-jitsu, it's, you picked the wrong woman. <laughs> so I was uh, talking to Amber a little bit before uh, we started this interview. And, uh, you know, we're talking about the self-defense aspects. And, you know, and I was like, yeah, it's, you know, it's got to be great for self-defense. And she looks me right in the eye and says, hey, if somebody messes with me, they're done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, I promise uh, I'll be nice. And uh, But, you know, that is a good aspect. I mean, some schools may focus more on sport jiu-jitsu. Some schools may focus more on uh, MMA. Some schools focus on, you know, the self-defense aspect. But mm-hmm. in all reality, wouldn't you think that all of those are good for self-defense no matter how oh, you're yes. training? You know, yeah, yeah so. Yeah. Uh, perfect there. You know, um, going back to girls and geese here, Amber, you know, you are, uh, this is going to be the first one in the state of Kansas, correct? Yes, it yep. is. Okay. Um, how would, uh, let's say, anybody in the in the United States anywhere, you know, let's say California, New York, Missouri, how would they go about uh, uh, setting up a girls and geese event? Well, all you have to do is contact Shama at girlsandgeese.com and she'll set you up. There's some paperwork that she'll email you. She'll want to know what kind of technique you'll want to show. There's about 45 minutes of technique and then there's about an hour and 20 minutes of open mat time. And uh, what's the cool thing about it is they'll kind of, at the beginning, they'll gather you guys up and they'll, you know, most gyms come together as a group. There's about 10 girls from different gyms that'll start, they'll come and, uh, she'll want to break that up so That's you know good. she so other people can meet each other but um so if they'll contact shama and at the website and then she'll want to know fill out paperwork like what your lesson plan would want to be and when i talked to shama i said i'm only a blue belt though i can't teach technique she goes what she goes this this isn't we don't discriminate against belt levels. I can have a white belt teach the technique. There's, everyone has a different style. Everyone has something to show in the sport. And this is just an open way for everyone, all women to get together and feel comfortable with each other and on the same map. Yeah, you know, that's awesome. And, and, you know, I was looking on the Girls and Geese website, and I kind of saw the mission, and it was really talking about, you know, the number of women training, you know, is small compared to guys, you know. So that limits the number of your training partners. And this is such a great thing. It gets everybody together from different schools. You know, you can learn together, train together, grow together in a friendly environment. And, uh, you know, that's that's just recipe for success. Yeah. So, uh, and I know you were telling me that you've got to know a lot of these girls from different girls and geese mm-hmm. events, and and uh, you can probably go out and train with them at, at their oh, schools yeah. if you ever want. Oh yeah, and it's actually a lot of the women will say, you know, will say, oh, what's your mat fee? Or they're like, what? You came to girls and geese? You're 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 our family now. Yeah. Just come and train. You got a tournament coming up? Come and train. Yep. We'll get you ready. So a lot of good cross-training. Yeah, that's just awesome. You meet new friends. Everybody gets together and shares mm. shares ideas. It's creating a community. Yep. But then the bad part is because the numbers are so small, you probably have to compete against each we other. We do. <laughs> we saw each other yesterday, yeah. and we're laughing about it. Yeah. But 
but hey, you know, it's uh, you're all gonna you're all gonna grow from there. Yes. Um, I know on this event on April twelfth, you have here. Where do where would somebody go up and uh, to sign up for it? Um, to sign up for the Wichita event? Um, well, we have a face. I have a Facebook link on my uh, Facebook, which is Amber Oxford. Anyone can you know request it and uh, find the link on my Facebook. But also, uh, the easiest probably way would bo- go to uh, girlsandgeese.com. Click on upcoming events. It'll be the Midwest girls and geese event and it'll give you the address wichita kansas and you'll register right now we have about 45 women registered that's awesome yeah yeah so usually there's 60 to 70 women that show up so we've got a lot more spots left so and especially for being the first one in kansas that's so far with uh you know uh over a week to go two weeks to go you're doing great yeah and also who can go to this? Can I go? Can I no. show up? I can't. Only women. <laughs> the only women. We can't even, have, we don't let any men in the building. Okay, that's good. That's women. good. We're known for messing stuff up. So women, <laughs> any ages? Uh, is there a particular ages? That, any age level. So anybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's There's, great. We had uh, anybody from, I think the youngest girl, I just went to Redline Jiu-Jitsu's Girls and Geese down in Oklahoma, the last one I went to. I think there was a four-year-old girl there, and then there, the oldest was a 51-year-old woman. Never tried jiu-jitsu before, but just yeah. borrowed someone's gi and came and put it yeah. on and tried it. Well, it seems like, especially with the mission of girls and geese and how friendly you all are, it seems like this would be a great time for somebody looking to start. Uh, yes. You know, okay, definitely. What about, uh, uh, it's between 12 and 3, you said any ages can come. How much does this cost? Sounds like it must cost a lot. It's free. (laughs) This is free. Incredible. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. A seminar for free. Uh, You get together. So look at that. It doesn't cost anything. What do you need to bring? Uh, Basically, you just need to bring your gi. If you don't have a gi, if this is your first time ever trying it, we have gis here to borrow for people. I've actually had uh, a few girls from the tournament yesterday uh, saying to me that we can bring extra geese, you know, because I said I've got a lot of people signing up that have never tried jiu-jitsu before. They're like, we can bring extra geese. We'll bring geese. So just a gi and yourself. Yep. (laughs) So there just makes it so easy for somebody who wants to train, uh, wants to start, you know, even if it's your first time. doesn't cost anything. You don't need to bring a gi. Somebody will have one for you. Friendly atmosphere. Um, and especially, like, what do you learn here? I mean, are you guys, is it self-defense, sport, uh, MMA, or or just anything? Just uh, mostly jiu-jitsu. Okay. Um, I have a lesson plan I'm writing up. I really want to go over a lot of things that we practice here. Uh, Chris Haynes, our head instructor, he uh, works with us a lot on pressure and position control and really keeping your opponent in the bad position. And also, if you get in the bad position, working your way out of the yeah. bad position. So I was I really want to, you know, go over that. And it's more a jujitsu aspect. But, I mean, you can also use that in a self-defense if someone was, you know, on top of you and how to get out of a bad position there. Yeah. So. So you can't go wrong. It's it's going to help you a self-defense aspect, or it's going to help you, you know, if you get on the mat in the tournament there. Right. So, uh, you know, that's great. Um, you know, I've, like I said earlier, I've rolled with Amber before, and uh, I know how tough she is. But, you know, like, what's your favorite move? Everybody's got a favorite move that they like to do. What is yours? Well, 
armbar. Armbar. <laughs> Any particular position from the guard, from mount, or actually, um, or are you an equal opportunity employer? You don't nope, care from guard. Yeah. Okay. As little as I am, I I actually love to play the bottom game. So yeah. I yeah. actually submitted uh, two of my matches yesterday with an armbar from guard. So yeah, it's my favorite one. Yeah. Perfect. And you know. What jiu-jitsu aspirations do you have? Do you want to compete in big tournaments? I probably want to get your black belt in the future. Let's hear it. Yeah, I want to. I really want to get my black belt in the future. I think that's everybody's. Everybody's dream. <laughs> the, yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, I really want to go. I've never done an IBJJF yet. So I'm thinking about the Dallas or the Houston, Houston. Open this next time and maybe the Chicago uh, with like to go to take some people to worlds even oh, that'd be great. in california um but that's for 2014 at least do at least two or three ib jjf opens and then uh go from there and just see and, where everything yeah. goes yeah <laughs> amber are there any uh jujitsu practitioners or competitors right now that you you look up to that you try to emulate Yes, I really like Emily Kwok. I watch a lot of her videos. Um, she's a black belt under Marcelo Garcia, and uh, she is an amazing female. She, I just read a story on her the other day about how uh, she held off having a baby even because jujitsu competition was in her her plan in life, you yeah. know, and she had to put that off. But I just love her style and. I watch a lot of her videos and put it into my game a little yeah. bit, too. I've seen a lot of her videos where she uh, combines with Stefan Kesting. I've mm-hmm. probably seen a couple of them there, and, mm-hmm. and I've actually I've used some of her stuff right there. So, yeah. uh, You know, Amber, any, any uh, you, would you like to give a shout-out to your gym, training partners, oh, anything, yeah. or let us know? Uh, plug, plug whatever you need to do, plug here. Oh, yeah, we just gave... Probably my number one training partner is uh, Nancy Contreras. She... Uh, Anybody rolls with her that comes to our gym, they walk away saying, oh, my gosh, <laughs> that girl is strong. But we just gave her a blue belt recently. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of her. She started about a year and two months ago, and I've seen her. I've helped her. I've I'm, Me and her are pretty much drilling partners, and we just we train real well together. And, of course, my uh, lovely boyfriend, Chris Haynes, has uh, been training me for three years, and he's really taken me from the bottom to you know just everything I know now it's amazing how much he can uh, teach I started I just like what started with him you know there's only probably about eight of us at the gym and now there's tons of us on the mat and what he's grown is amazing at this gym well Amber we definitely appreciate you um taking some time out here out of your busy schedule really busy schedule to talk to me uh, once again congratulations on the uh, gold there yesterday at AGF in Oklahoma City and for all our listeners there April 12th uh, Wichita Jiu-Jitsu Academy Wichita Kansas uh, on Central uh, do you know the exact address yes okay. <laughs> 3013 West Central Wichita Kansas yeah. definitely come out uh, 12 to 3 it's free you don't need a gi don't even need water. They have water fountains here. <laughs> yes. So come one, come all. Uh, great great time to learn. And, and I tell you, I've trained with Amber a lot. And uh, anybody who's lucky enough to train with her or meet her is going to have a great time. So thank you, Amber. Thank you, Gary. Uh, that was a great interview there with Amber Oxford. And uh, I'd like to thank Amber for taking the time out of her busy schedule to interview me. Uh, 
And if anybody ever gets a chance, uh, first of all, go to the Girls and Geese event. Uh, secondly, go train with Amber at Wichita Jiu-Jitsu Club. Um, I've trained with Amber numerous times. She's very, very technical, a very, very great person to train with. Um, and you can't go wrong with that. So definitely shout out to Amber and Girls and Geese. Definitely yep. check it out. And then also, too, uh, once again, um, our sponsor, Fuji Gi. Uh, you know, definitely uh, uh, check them out at fujisports.com. And, um, you know, they got great products, great service. Um, they've been in the jiu-jitsu, judo, MMA community forever. Um, so you definitely uh, uh proven product. But um, one way you can help us out, too, is uh, use the coupon code they have given to our to our listeners there. Uh, you'll save 10% off a of purchase um, in the coupon section there. Put it capital BJJ, capital B-R-I-C-K. So it's BJJ BRIC as your coupon code, and it, the, the BJJ and the first B and BRIC are capitalized. Um, so definitely that will help us out, uh, help Fuji out. And uh, definitely when you have a nice new gi or fight shorts, it'll help your game out there, yep. too. And so, save you 10%. Uh, yep. Yeah, can't go wrong with 10%. Uh, everybody wants to save money these days. So uh, uh, thank you to uh, Fuji Sports. And then also to all our listeners here, um, you know, hey, keep coming in with the five-star reviews. Um, if you got a chance, you know, uh, uh, go online uh, and uh, review us. And also uh, questions uh, or articles. We always love it when uh, somebody sends us a question or article, um, and, and we'd like to uh, get you on the show, you know, get your article or question on the show there. And uh, our email is uh, bjjbrick at gmail.com. So uh, definitely uh, uh, get us an email or a shout-out there. We'll take care of you. Yeah, we do appreciate the emails that we get. Um, also swing by the Facebook page. Uh, facebook.com slash bjj brick we're always hanging out on there having fun with you guys um our next episode is going to actually be a gi guide we talked to uh, one of the gentlemen from fuji gis um it's it's not just it's not a commercial for fuji gi we do talk about fuji gis but it's a it really helps anybody who's um in the market for a, their first gi or a second gi or or you just learn about the the way that they're made and, and how they are um how they could actually affect your game having a, a, a decent a, one gi over the other could actually make a difference so it's very and interesting also gi care you know uh, I remember my first gi I threw it in the uh, uh, dryer and then the pain <laughs> on my sleeves were up to my elbows so uh, um, I wish I could have had somebody uh, could have listened to a podcast and got a little bit of tips on that before I had bought my first gi I probably would have been in much better shape if only had a time machine my friend <laughs> There we go. I'd like that. I'd like to go back, have all the skills I have now, and go back to my first day of training. That would be nice. All right. Well, thanks for listening, my friends. We'll catch you next week. Thank you, all of you listeners, and we appreciate all your support. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I hope you find the time today to roll. After all, the best way to get better at Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is to do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs>